Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. In the words of Guru from the rap group Gangstar, lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis. That's right, it's Flight 785 in the house. Once again for another week, my name is Ken Yan. I'm here aka Dark Chocolate or Dutch Chocolate, either way, Hot Chocolate. Regardless, and I'm here in the house with my lovely wife, Carrie. How's it going, Carrie? It's good, hot chocolate. Out, outstanding. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's Flight 785, guys. We are here. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time, thank you for listening. You could be anywhere in the world doing anything, but you're listening to us, and I appreciate that. So, guys, this is Flight 785, and we are ready to go, Carrie. Are we ready to go with we're the show? We're ready to go. All right. So let's get into uh, what we're watching, shall we? What do we got? Sure. Um, we've been watching on Netflix Country Ever After with Kofi. Is that how you say it? Kofi I believe it is. Anderson. Yes, Kofi Anderson. And uh, his wife, Chrisella. Chrisella, yes. Yes, it's a it's a, a reality show. Uh, you know, Carrie loves these reality shows, guys, but uh, this is um, a pretty good show. Kenan started um, it. He He's hooked on it, and so I'm going along for the ride. Guys, it's on Netflix, Country Ever <laughs> After. It's not, not that bad of a show, guys. It's cute. It's a cute little show. Uh, Chrisella is currently battling uh, colon cancer. And so yes. it goes through uh, some I did of the stuff. Cry. Yeah, some of the stuff she has to go through. But it's a good show, guys. What else are we watching, Carrie? Um, we watched the Christmas Chronicles one last year, and then Christmas Chronicles two with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn just this last weekend. Okay, and what um, was your take on that? I think Goldie Hawn sh- stole the show. Stole the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she I was hilarious. All right. Well, guys, what was your take? Well, you know, it, it was it was a good show. I don't think it was as good as the first one, but. Uh, uh, it was good. It was a good uh, show. I think I like the second. Better. It's a good little movie to spend the time on, spend some time on a Saturday and watch. Yeah, right? with the family. That's mm-hmm. right. So, guys, today is 6 December, and we still don't know who El Presidente is, but uh, you We've know We've all moved on. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we moved on. Okay. So, uh, you know what? We need to roll we'll in. Figure it out in January. Yeah, I guess we will. We are going to roll into the flight plan for this week. Shall we, Carrie? We sure. shall. So the flight plan, we're going to deal with um, a particular cheesecake that is big in the UK. Mm. We're going to talk about, um, you know, why you should never get sushi from the gas station. We're going to talk <laughs> about a gentleman that had a something go awry with him with a firearm. And uh, we're going to get into learn something, right, Carrie? Yes. Um, this learn something is going to deal with evolutionary and social psychology. Uh, what your face say- shape says about you. Really? Okay. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. And then we also <laughs> might go into, I might talk about a feel good story. You know, I always have these feel good stories, guys. Okay. And uh, and then we got to get into uh, Abby is not right. You know, that's where I pull a column from Dear Abby. I pull a story and we dissect it and we decide if Abby is or is not right. And I think this is a pretty good one. 
This Abby are you, is- you going to have a solution to the problem? You know what? I always have a solution to the problem, Carrie. A different I, solution to the problem. Well, I don't know about that. I can't. We might I, be feuding this week, the rest of the week, if we don't. I can't guarantee that. But guys, here on the show, I have what you call diplomatic immunity. Which I'm means, rolling my eyes. Which means I can say whatever <laughs> I want to say, guys. So don't email the show upset, okay? And if you're listening, you have diplomatic immunity, too. So this is just, you know, just... So a, please let us know your opinions of his diplomatic immunity. Well, you know what? It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. So guess what? It Gary? always is. Guess what? Just in time for the holidays, Bluebell Ice Cream is bringing back some of your holiday favorites. Okay? So it's Christmas Cookies and Cream. It was first introduced in 2011. It's described as a favorite with everyone's holiday cookies. Chocolate chip, snickerdoodle, and sugar combined in a tasty sugar cookie ice cream with red sprinkles and green icing. What's your take on that, Carrie? Oh, that's a bit much. Okay. What is about- it cookie dough? Uh, it doesn't say. No, oh, okay. it doesn't that say. That would make the difference for me. Okay. Well, then we also have a Bluebell. They have a peppermint ice cream. Mm-hmm. And it's a fan favorite. Okay. It's described as a cool, refreshing peppermint ice cream sprinkled with peppermint candy pieces. Will you be trying that one? Sure. Okay. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, that's what Bluebell has going on. Okay. I decided that was just a little, you know, a quick story so you know. So, when you're at your local grocery store, Piggly mm-hmm. Wiggly or whatever, you can pick up some Bluebell ice cream and, and sit. Now, I'm not getting paid by Bluebell, but I do eat Bluebell, okay? I do enjoy a Bluebell every now and again. So, guys, um, Gary, are, are we ready to go? Yes, Are we, we are. ready to go? Okay. First story. First story coming from the UK. Of course. Hello, Gavna. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. I'm just going to tell you what it is. It's cheesecake. Okay, you like cheesecake, don't you? Yeah. Okay. It's pigs in a blanket cheesecake, and it's driving people wild. It is pigs in a blanket cheesecake, Carrie. Are we ready? Well, would you like to hear what I'm envisioning first? Yes, please. Okay. I'm envisioning a croissant. Okay. With a cheesecake batter slathered on it. And then a hot dog, and then it rolled up and being baked, and then cheesecake would formulate over the hot dog. No. No? No. No. All right. Go ahead no. and explain. What? What? what were you saying now? What? what were you saying? I said it's like a croissant. And yes. then um, you used to be able to buy like an already made uh, cheesecake batter thing and then okay. you just dump it in whatever graham cracker crust or whatever right. you want. I don't see it at the store anymore. Okay. But I'm envisioning yes. like your cream for your cheesecake uh-huh. just kind of like spread onto the croissant yes. and then you put the hot dog on it and then you roll it. No. 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 Because in, in Great Britain, okay. Are they filling the dogs? Well, no. Their idea of... <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Oh Are they George Takai, guys, I don't know what is going on here, guys. Already she started. No, just please stop. Are they please injecting stop. the no, cream cheese no, into the hot dog? No, no, Carrie. Okay. There is no cream cheese. I, I being just can't injected. visualize what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I know you can't. Okay. There's no cream cheese. <laughs> 
being injected in any hot dogs. You're on board flight 785. This is ridiculous. I I feel like when you push that button, you're pushing mute on me. No, no, no. No. So here we go. Let me get through. This is very disturbing already. At Christmas time. Okay. Now, this is coming from the UK now. So they do things a little differently. Okay. At Christmas time, we absolutely have to have pigs in a blanket with our dinner. I did not know that. But they say that they are the ultimate side dish, okay, to the festive feast. Okay. Okay. And they're saying, you know, they make a pretty good snack. Okay. Now here's the deal. So is it an appetizer or a side dish? Well, it's a it's a it's a side it's, you know it's a side dish. You okay. Know? Or I guess you can use it as an appetizer. But the way the Brits use make uh, pig in the blanket, they use like little sausage, little smokies. Yeah. They take little smokies uh-huh. and then they just wrap them up in bacon. Okay. And they cook them. That's their pig in a blanket. It's not like the Americans. So no bread. How, no bread. No bread. So double meat. Yeah. Okay. You know what? What, what do you mean? Yes, Gary. Yes, well, yes. you got the yeah, sausage. Okay. Okay, I got it. You got I got the it. bacon. I got it, Gary. Double pork. Gary, I got it. Okay. I got it. Okay. okay. Oh, my I want to get the visual. Yes, I know you do. You know, you're a visual. You're a very visual person. Hands on a visual. Okay. So this cheesecake is called the Notorious P.I.B. Okay. P I for pig in a blanket. I- yes. Oh, yeah. in oh a blanket. Bl- <laughs> have you been drinking? Have not, you been drinking? Not yet. I should have started. It's the notorious PIB. Okay. It features cheddar cheese, oatmeal, and thyme base, with a savory cheesecake filling containing thyme, sage, and pigs in blankets, and it is topped off with a sweet caramelized onion chutney. A generous portion of crispy pigs in the blankets and some fresh sprigs of thyme and rosemary. So basically, picture if you will. So you a, bake the pig. It's a and cheese, the bacon. It's a cheesecake. Okay. And then you put with, it in with, the cheesecake with little smokies. Yes, but oh, on top of it. Okay. And it is the notorious PIG. Now, my question to you, Gary. I'd just rather have a PB and J and be done. Will we be having <laughs> no. a PIB over Christmas? Are you going to eat it? No. <laughs> See. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm not wasting my time on that trash. Okay. 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 You know what? All right, Gary. So no PIB. No, no PIB. Okay. So our good friends at the mirror have struck out again with Gary. So okay. Okay. Well, that happens. Maybe for your birthday next year. No, thanks. Okay. Moving on. So coming out of the mirror again. Along with raisins and mac and cheese. No. A woman (laughs) was left hallucinating for months after eating five-day-old service station sushi. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Should That's it what check the expiration date or the expir? There was no expiration date. Well, she. Well, let, let's just say this woman. Okay, she suffered hallucinations, insomnia, and incontinence for months mm. after after she ate the five day old sushi. Okay, medics were treating her, and they were left bamboozled as to what was causing her illness. Until they discovered a problem living in her gut. A giant tapeworm had been lurking in her stomach for nine months. Oh, that's horrific. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a, yeah. It was Did a, she sue the gas station? No. Um, her symptoms started when she arrived home late from work and realized she hadn't eaten all day. Mm-hmm. Starving and with no restaurants open to order from, she opened the fridge and spotted some sushi that she'd bought five days ago from a service station. Mm-hmm. 
She said the fish did taste a little sour, but she just put soy sauce on it to mask it out. And the five-day-old sushi was so uneventful, she didn't even remember eating it. So, so, so wait. Yes. She bought it. It was fresh, but she let it sit in her fridge for five days, and then she ate it. It's her fault. Yes. Yes. Well, she spent months suffering with malnutrition, incontinence, sleepless oh. nights, anxiety, and hallucinations of bugs crawling up the walls and underneath her skin. It began with insomnia, with sleepless nights leaving her anxious and confused, and feeling like her heart was beating out of her neck. And she started having stomach cramps. And, I can only imagine. Don't yeah. eat bad fish. And it says, you know, it felt like there was a fish flapping around in her belly. And, you know, they they went to the hospital. They did, you know, they did all kinds one. of they did all kinds of testing and they found it was a tapeworm. Ugh. Yeah. And so I I guess the the lesson behind this story is you just Fre- you only huh? eat fresh fish. Or you just can't put anything and everything in your mouth. Oh, my. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, Gary, moving on. Guys, uh, we're going to move on, guys. So, we have a gentleman, okay? He accidentally shot himself in the groin. Yes. Nicholas Ellingford fired off an You're accidental name him shot. by name? Yes, yes. <laughs> he fired off an accidental shot from his Glock 9 while waiting in the checkout line at the McKay's Market in Lincoln City, Oregon. The oh. gun discharged as Elling Ford placed it back into his pants. He was showing it off, you know, at which the time the bullet went through his groin and went out through his thigh. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, he was airlifted to a Portland hospital. Yeah. And police said that Elling Ford could face charges for both his recklessness and for not having a concealed handgun license. Did his so, body parts survive? I don't know. It didn't say it in the story. Khalid. Congratulations. You played yourself. Thank you, Khalid. Um, yeah. You know, this this reminds me of, I've got some friends, um, some friends that live in the Dallas area, Mark and Teresa, I believe that's their names. And I have a friend named Teresa. And she, at one time, she had a concealed, she got a concealed carry license. Okay, which was good. Uh-huh. But then she decided she wanted to go out in public. You know, I don't know where she went, but she decided to go out in public and she decided to wear some loose sweats, you know, sweatpants, you uh-huh. know, some loose sweatpants. She put the gun in between her loose, you know, in the waistband of her sweatpants. And as she was walking around in public, you guessed it, the firearm fell out through her, you know, all the way down through her leg and onto the ground. Yes, yes. Good thing it didn't go off. Did her pants fall down? No, her pants didn't fall out, oh. down, but she just had some loose, loose, you know, clothing, and that's what happened. And, yes? No. I'll let you finish, and then I'll tell my story. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> you know, till this day, I still mess with Teresa about that, and she's, she's very... I, good thing she never listens to the show otherwise she'd be really upset with me but please yeah. continue what, what do you have to say i can remember being in line at the grocery store i think when we had three little ones yes. and they pulled my pants down while i was writing a check because wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> i wait a minute. had on these Wait a minute. I was in between maternity pants and regular <laughs> pants. So the maternity elastic was very uh, not there anymore. Yes. And yes. You, you were in the field or something out doing your army thing. Yes. And I had all three kids in the grocery store. And so 
when they're loading the grocery cart, I don't like the kid. I didn't like the kids to be so far away from me. Yes. So I would gather them all up and pull them out of the grocery cart. Yes. And I would tell them, hold on to my pants. Hold on to my pants. <laughs> So that I can feel that you're here. Yes. I need to write this check because I couldn't hold their hands. And I said, if you let go of my pants, you guys are in trouble. Okay. Well, next thing you know, as I'm signing my name to the check, yes. slowly my pants are falling down longer and longer because they're fighting with each other and the pants are coming down. So you were the woman in the <laughs> checkout line with a bunch of unruly kids writing a check my pants while down. your pants yes. are coming down. Luckily, there was underwear. So okay, we okay Carrie. Yeah, I got it, Carrie. <laughs> I got it. Okay. You know what? We're moving on. We're, we're, but we're, I learned my lesson. Yes. Just say, okay. either have tight elastic or don't have hold on to your pants. Yes. Well, you know Have them touch your knee. Well, you know what? My, my good friend, Teresa, I think she's learned her lesson, too. I think that she is <laughs> no longer wearing loose sweatpants with her gun in her waistband okay. hopefully she's she's learned and she's got a holster now but or I, she straps it to her chest okay gary okay <laughs> the feel-good story Isn't that what a holster is? please let no you don't strap a holster to your yeah, chest like cops no, have no, she's the, not a police officer arm. she's not a police officer okay oh my goodness <laughs> okay moving on a, this is the feel-good story so far. A dog that went missing from her owner's Alabama... How does that feel good? Yes, excuse me? How is a dog missing a feel-good? Well, if you'd zip it, I can I can finish, okay? So, <laughs> okay. a dog that went missing from her owner's Alabama backyard turned up three weeks later when the canine wandered into a Walmart store and found her owner working at the checkout lane. Oh. Yes, yes. So Danielle Robinette, she is a customer service associate at Walmart uh, in Alabama, said she was baffled when the black and white dog wandered into the store. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, what in the world is happening? So, you know, she says, I'm a huge animal lover. So I just followed her and she ran up to register number six. Mm -hmm. The cashier at register number six, his name was June Roundtree. And she was able to solve the mystery because the canine was her missing dog, Abby. Hmm. Okay, I ca I can't. I called her name and she came to me. Roundtree said, "Of the reunion at Walmart, I bent over and hugged her. I completely lost it then. I couldn't speak. I was in complete shock and just couldn't believe it." Roundtree said that the Walmart store is more than a mile from her home. She said that she'd worked at the location for ten years, but never brought the four-year-old Abby inside. Well, that's what I was wondering. Well, she said that the canine might have recognized the store from times when she would bring the dog to the store's parking lot and the woods behind the business. Mm -hmm. Okay? Never in a million years did I think she would show up at Walmart, Roundtree said. You know, and... Maybe she felt she followed the scent of Walmart. I... What do you mean, the scent of Walmart? Well, whatever scent. Oh the my owner. goodness! No, Carrie. <laughs> yes, oh, whatever the go. scent the owner bring home. Guys, we're from about. Mark, guys, we're about to go and they down were near. She was playing near the. <laughs> yes, we're, we're going in the rabbit. Guys, hole. we're about to go down the rabbit hole. Get ready. <laughs> Strap visualize, up, guys. Visualize here. Strap up now. All of a sudden, there's the Walmart scent. You're on board flight seven eight five. Yes. Me? No, no. Please continue. <laughs> There's always a scent, so maybe when the doors open and shut, she kept smelling that Walmart scent and felt, you know, her owner was going to be there. Like, the scent traced her there. 
Have you been drinking? <laughs> have you? Are, are you off your beds? Are you? are you? Are you off your beds? Okay. I have never heard of the Walmart scent. Okay. There's a scent. There's no scent. Just like if you go in the hospital, there's a scent. No. If you went, yes, you have an army scent. It's no, like dust first, and dirt. First of all, I, you when know you what? worked in the you army. Know what? You know what? I do not have an army scent. <laughs> yes, the and army I has a scent. smell like dust and dirt. Yes. Okay. Everybody's workplace okay. has a you know, scent. You know what? Where are your notes? Don't Where? do that. <laughs> I've had it with you. <laughs> Guys, she is on probation. Every week I try, I get people that tell me, get Carrie off probation, take her off probation. <laughs> I take her off probation and this is what I get. You have an army scent of dirt and dust. Okay, that's what I get. That's what I get. That's what the host gets of the show. I have a scent of dirt and dust. We don't anymore. Since First of all, I wear Jakar Noriar, okay? It is very, very now you high smell profile. Like, you, I, okay, you smell like on. our home okay, okay, now. Okay, okay. <laughs> Guys? You're on board flight 785. You know what? We're going we're gonna, to have a podcast oh, smell. Okay, we're, okay, you're done. You're done. I'm turning off your microphone. Guys, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is uh, flight 785. You're on board flight 785. Hey guys, winter is officially here. It's time to pull out those heavier clothes, boots, and hoodies. And speaking of hoodies, have you checked out the GDC Gentleman's Driving Club yet? GDC has apparel and accessories that will have you looking right. Check out my Instagram and you'll see yours truly rocking a black GDC hoodie. Head on over to Gentleman'sDrivingClub.com and pick yours up. It's a good look. Save 15% off at checkout by using the promo code flight 785 you know how we do it be a part of the flight crew at gdc gentlemen's driving club what drives you let's go so if i knew we were gonna go so far and so in depth about smell i would have made learn something about smell okay all right but i had planned on doing uh what your face shape says about you okay so i i want you to visualize look at me yes and i want you to see what face shape my face shape is before we go into the personalities for face shape Okay. All right. What what shape do you think my face is in? Well, I'm farsighted, so. Um, <laughs> well, I, I can move a little closer. Okay, that, that that's rude. That's disrespectful. You see my face for um, how many years I, now? I I, I I don't know. Um, oval. You have an oval shaped face. I'm it's gonna say oval. oval. Yeah, that's what I, I'm gonna say. I think. feel yours is oval too. Maybe oval or round. Um, you think yours is no. It, it's not round. It's, it's not round? No, we've got rectangle, we've got round, we've got diamond, we've got oval, and we've got square, and we've got triangle. Oh, it's round. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. You know what, George Takai? Stay out of the studio. Please continue, Gary. Please continue. <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right. This is ridiculous. So get your mind out of the gutter, Carrie. Now don't take this personally, okay? I did not make the rules of this. Uh, Okay. All right. Okay. So a rectangular face shape is where a person's forehead and chin are squared and are said to tend to these people are said to tend to value uh logic and are really good thinkers okay but they tend to overthink they are lacking about their feelings and they tend to constantly work out an example of a rectangular faced person is lisa ling 
You remember okay. who Lisa Ling is? Yes, I do. Yes, yes, what? Lisa Ling. She's the news reporter. That yeah, yeah. Undercover. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So her face looks rectangular. Rectangular. Shape. Okay. Then a rounded shaped face, which you claim you have a round shape. And what face. about round? What about rounded <clears throat> shaped? It, it's if someone has a wide hairline. So we don't know with you. And okay. fullness. Okay, just because wait, I have a bald head. Wait, 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 wait. And fullness behind the cheekbones, which you do have that. Yes, I do. And rounded face shapes are said to be people or persons who are kind and like to give. That's right. Um, this leads to them being last, though, since they always put others first. I'm a giver, guys. <laughs> I, I'm a giver. That's chocolate. <laughs> Yes, but please continue. And they tend to attract narcissistic people who are takers. Oh wow, wow! I, I hence still my think, spouse, guys. I hence still my think spouse. You're an oval because you. Hence my spouse, guys. Narcissistic people that <laughs> no. are takers. But please continue. Stop. Please you're continue. You're being mean. I, I'm just going so, by what the stats an, say. An example of yes. a rounded face shaped person is. You don't um, know. You don't know who a rounded face shaped person is? We'll get no, back to that. We'll look that one up. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess possibly you. Yes, yes, yes. A diamond face shaped person is has a wide middle with a pointed forehead and chin. Do you okay. think you're one of those? I'm not. Okay. With a pointed forehead and chin, these individuals tend to take control and want things done a certain way. Hey, hey, real quick, just real quick. Drew Barrymore. Drew, oh. She's got a round face. Yes, Yes, she definitely does. Drew Barrymore. Yes. Yes. So you think you're like her? Uh, I don't know if I'm like her, but. (laughs) All right. She's all right. She's good people. Um, Diamond-shaped faces, they also tend to be detail-oriented and produce quality work. They are precise with words and communicate well, which sometimes leads to them being sharp and harsh with their words. An example of a diamond-shaped face person is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I can dig it. Um, Can you visualize it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here, here's an oval face shaped person, which you say I am, and I think you are. It's longer than wide, and the jaw is narrower than the cheekbones. That's not you. I said round. I'm, I'm round, not oval. But please continue. Okay. <laughs> and then ovals tend to always say the right thing. This allows others to feel welcome and comfortable around them. Okay. That is definitely me. So who do we they, have any celebrities? But they over focus on saying the right things. Okay. Um, Beyonce. Beyonce. Okay. All right. Yes. And then a square face shape reflects a wide hairline and jawline. These individuals tend to be gung ho and take on huge projects because they have a lot of stamina. Okay. Um, this person is like Sandra Bullock. She has a square. Who? <laughs> Sandra Bullock. Never heard of her. Your special friend. Okay, you know what? Now you've taken it too far, okay? You've taken it too far. That has a square face. Sandra Bullock is not my special friend. Maybe she'll come join you someday. moving on. (laughs) Moving on, Carrie. This is ridiculous. A heart face shape has a wide forehead and a narrow chin. This individual has greater inner strength but tends to be stubborn. 
Have you ever seen a heart-shaped face person? No, who 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 is a heart-shaped know. face? Their inner strength gives them energy, but they tend to be pushy and they have a strong intuition and they are creative. Um they're saying Reese Witherspoon has a heart-shaped face. Really? Yes. And then there <sighs> is the pear or the triangle-shaped face. The face tends to be narrower at the forehead and wide at the jawline. Pears or triangle shape means they want to be in charge. It is said that the more narrow your forehead is at the top, the more in control you want to be. Okay. These individuals tend to be driven by success. And the example is Kelly Osborne. Or there is another example, and it's Bill Clinton. And they say a fun fact about triangle-shaped faces. I got it. I got it. I know the answer to that. I did not have relations with that woman. <laughs> they tend to have sexual personality. Okay. You know what, Gary? <laughs> Along that line. They tend to have what? <laughs> what? You beat me to the punch here. <laughs> They tend, they to, tend have to have sexual personality. Oh I did not have relations with that woman. Okay. You know Correct. What? This, wink, this, wink. This, we this believe is, you. Okay. You know what, guys? <laughs> also, those that have a round face tend yes. to be nurtured more than others because it reminds us of baby faces. Oh, really? Uh, did you know that people tend to unconsciously develop opinions about your face without you even knowing it? Yeah, I do all the time. Every time I see someone I don't like, I don't like your face. <laughs> no, I'm just You're kidding. Horrible. I'm just kidding. Diplomatic immunity. So which I'm shape kidding. is it you don't like? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Is it the what? heart, the diamond? I know it's not the square because you have a fascination with Sandra Bullock. Okay, uh, is that all we have going on? You're, you're trying yes. to embarrass me, okay? You know what? Oh, your cheeks are no, turning red. You know the problem That's is, so cute. The, the problem is, is... <laughs> You're trying to change my Snickers brown complexion to Hershey's dark because I'm bloodshed. I'm that, seeing it red that's, that's now. Disrespectful. I've seen it green before, that's too. Di that's disrespectful. <laughs> You're on board flight 785. All right, You guys. remember when we went on the You know what? We're out of time. We're out of, we're out of time. We don't have time to talk about the amusement park ride. You're on board flight 785. All right. We are back for... Abby is not right. The segment where we pull a story from Dear Abby or Miss Manners or any of the advice columns and we dissect it and see if Abby is or is not right. So here we go. Dear Abby, my husband and I are in our early 50s and married for nine years. Just nine years? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just, just nine years. Okay. 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 Knew I hate was at 50. Yeah. I hate to say this. But the way he dresses embarrasses me to tears, and it's hurting our relationship. It is, is it acceptable for a man to wear tights and nothing else? I'm not talking yoga pants. I mean ballerina dancer sheer tights that leave nothing to the imagination. Oh, my. You yeah, know what? I think it's fine. George Takai, I've <laughs> locked all the doors, I've closed the windows, and he still manages to get in here into the studio. I don't know how he does it. But anyway, I digress. He mainly wears them in our garage, where people who drive by can see. But lately, I've caught him standing talking to neighbors like that. Am I <laughs> overreacting by telling him he can't wear things like that outside the house? If it isn't the tights, it's skin-tight, biker-type shorts or shorts made from a mesh material that allows 
all of it to show. Okay, if there's any light source behind him, everything is going to show. Oh, yes, we have. What do you mean? Oh, I just said. Oh, we have gone round over this almost daily. He promises he will stop, but it's only a matter of hours before he's back in costume. <laughs> is it okay to wear things like that now? I don't see women wearing tights that show off as much as his do. I'm at the point I want to gather up all offending clothing and head to the dumpster. If you say let him wear what he wants, I will. And <laughs> I will keep my eyes and my mouth shut. Why is she even asking for advice if she's going to head to the dumpster? Well, he's in California, too. <laughs> so this is what um, this is what Abby has to say. Your husband appears to be an exhibitionist who cannot control his urges. <laughs> Frankly, I am surprised that neighbors haven't complained after seeing him in that attire. Ordinarily, I would advise you to let your husband wear what he wants. But in cases like this, it might be prudent to check what ordinances regarding indecent exposure are in your community. That is what Abby said, Carrie. Now, what what say you? What I want to hear what this? you have to say. No, no, I always like to save my comments. No, I want to hear what you have to say. You want to hear what I have to say? Yes. Well, you know what? I've thought about you this. You go first. Okay, okay, I've thought about this. Okay, and here's the deal. Okay, he wants to wear what he wants to wear. Let okay? it all hang. And no, Carrie, it's not let it all hang. You know what? No. It's not let it all hang. Okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Did, did she not know what she married? She just married him nine years ago. Did she not know he likes these clothes? The man wants to wear tights and talk to the neighbors. Okay. And I feel if he wants to do that, then he should be able to do that. I, I don't know what her. I don't I know what her problem is. I agree. And on top of that, what he also needs to do is if she has a problem with that, he needs to get his own apartment, Carrie. What say you? I think that yes. if it was me and he was wearing that, I just wouldn't go outside when he was wearing those things with him. Like, just let him be on his own. Let him let him build his own little tunnel. What? Build his own tunnel? <laughs> or hole or what? whatever. Okay, okay, we're done. We're done. That, that's the end of the show. We're done, guys. Uh, you know what? We're, we're done. We're done, guys. Uh, this is, I can't uh, wait to see you in tights this week. Okay, this is like seven, eight, five, guys. Uh, we love y'all, and I'm gonna leave you guys with this. It's always too early to quit, guys. We will see you next. Okay, Carrie, don't make it. Don't make this. Why are we quitting? Don't make this. <laughs> guys, we're out of here. Okay, we'll see you next week. We love y'all. You're on board flight seven, eight, five.